So, how are you holding up? It's a weird time right now. It is. It, it's a, lot a really has happened in the last two weeks. I didn't think when we were recording the last episode that the entire world would be upended by the time two weeks rolled around. Yeah, we had a totally different episode planned for this, but given everything that's changed, we're going to talk a little bit about working from home. Yeah, we had a big uh, year in review thing planned because <laughs> the podcast is about um, about a year old at this point, but we thought with, with the current climate, with uh, essentially the world shutting down a little bit, uh, looking, not a little bit, a lot, looking at the countries that listen to the podcast. I have the list in front of me, the top 10 or so, the US, Canada, UK, Australia, Germany, France, India, Netherlands, Brazil, Spain, Russia, South Africa, Italy, Ireland, New Zealand, Norway, Poland, the, Poland. Hey, those are my people. Um, you know, the, the, so many of those countries, I think all of them are pretty well affected by what's going on right now. We don't, we don't want to dig too much into what's happening right now. You're probably inundated with news and, and Facebook stories and Instagram and whatever. Yeah. Talking about what's going on in the world right now. And it's definitely uh, a scary time. But yeah. But we're, we're going to... We're going to make the most of it. Yeah. And we'll have a... We have a a lot of experience, Chris and I, on working from home. And so many people in the world right now are suddenly thrown into a situation where they're not used to working from home. They're not used to being at home this much. Um, so we thought we would maybe just give some tips on what we've learned in the last few years of working at home. Yeah. And so as to tone map this episode with the rest of them, let's do the intro. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Becoming Better, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better human being. I'm the host of this year's show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 25, Working From Home. All right. So I might start off with a little quick stat just because yeah. I thought this was kind of interesting. Oh, dropping a stat. Um, well, it's not a very happy stat, but oh. about, so in one survey by the Bureau of Labor Statistics in the States, only about 30% of workers can really work from home. So we realize this won't be super applicable to everyone, especially given how many layoffs and things have been going on in the last few months yeah. or last few weeks, sorry. Um, and obviously this is an insanely difficult time for so many, so many people. Yeah. Um, and we realize that, but if you are in the very fortunate position where you do get to work from home, hopefully some of this can be put to good use. And I'd imagine the number is a bit higher than 30%. J- just the people that that listen to the podcast and read the website. It's it's working people. It's people who telecommute, uh, you know, very, very connected people. So I'd imagine yeah. the number is a bit higher than 30. But these are tips regardless of, of your situation that you should be able to make use of right now. Yeah. And I mean, that survey is from a few years ago and this uh, pandemic has definitely really pushed the limits on who can work from home. I think people are becoming very innovative. Um, But obviously, like we totally recognize there are a lot of other things happening right now. But hopefully for those of you that can work from home, you take something from this. Yeah. So we got some tips for you. But before we dig into the tips, I I do want to say something off the top. As somebody who studies uh, productivity and and focus for a living, um, I I do just want to say that it's tough to be productive right now. There's so much uh, noise happening in the world right now. And and I just want to remind you, you know, it's so easy to be 
hard on yourself during times like this when it's tough to focus, it's tough to be productive. But I just want to remind you, you're you're doing okay. You know, this is a big thing that we're all going through right now. And it's okay to not be productive these days. It's okay if you're finding it difficult to focus or make sense of the current situation. By God, I don't, I don't even understand a quarter of it. Or It's okay to not understand what's coming next. This is a global thing. It's a, it's a difficult time for a lot of people. Um, and health comes before productivity in pretty much every case, but we're going to do what we can here if you're uh, one of these folks who is working from home to help you out a little bit. Yeah. So I think the first thing that I know a lot of people, like all my friends who are working from home, the big thing that they're talking about that they're trying to get used to. Food? No, oh. working with other people in oh. the house. <laughs> so I mean, it can be really distracting if you have kids or, or family members or roommates. Uh, I know my best friend has a roommate in her place and she's having oh. a lot of trouble balancing that. So I mean, that that would be, um, it's just one thing to be mindful of is how you work with the people in your house. Yeah. So I do think- we, Do we work well together? What would you say? I think we're getting rapidly better yeah. at it. Yeah. So we- What, were we bad before? I thought well, we were okay, pretty good. Okay, I will- just say we have this system where so Chris has an office which is great you you when we looked for a place you needed a home office, yeah, office because it's full time that's I'm where here. you work yeah. 100% of the time when you're not traveling me on the other hand um when I work from home we have a monitor set up in our kitchen um, because we don't have a designated office space for me, but we did kind of set up a space in the I'm kitchen. Because I'm more important, right? No, I just never, I don't work from home <laughs> no, consistently enough. I work from home maybe one or two days a week, every week, sometimes half days. So very sporadically. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't really a necessity to yeah, find me a home office. Yeah, the monitor is a nice little thing. The monitor is nice and we can share it. It's where we watch like TV and stuff too together. Yeah, we thought every once in a while you can use the monitor. Little did we know that it's going to be a while that you're <laughs> yeah. using the monitor now. Yeah. So when I work from home, we've always used this kind of setup where I have these post-it notes, big post-it notes. Everybody on the podcast, I guess, knows my love of post-it notes yeah. now. But when we when I work from home, I do write working on a big post-it note. I put it up on the wall so that Chris knows I'm working, I'm focused, and I don't want to be distracted. I think in the past... You were not always super good at realizing when the post-it notes was up. And I think part of that's me. I, I always forget to take them down. No, it's, it's me but, because but I, <laughs> I have an idea or I have something exciting that happened that I want to share. So I, I rush out of my office here and say, Arden, Arden, Arden. And you have a, a look on your fra- face of frustration. Yeah, complete disappointment. Complete and utter disappointment. <laughs> no, but I think in the last couple of weeks since this has become a more full-time thing, uh, it's you've been much better at, at acknowledging with post-it notes, and I think that's actually working really well. So just some kind of indicator in your environment that tells people that you don't want to be disturbed can be really, really helpful. I know for you, when your door is closed, I take that as a sign that you're focused, and I just text you instead of coming and bugging you if I wanted to talk to you. So just because somebody is physically in your space doesn't mean they are open to distractions. And Mm -hmm. I think having some kind of indicator for when people are available and are not is really, really, really helpful. And we need some kind of mental confidence to know that we can focus, 
right? And, and so, like, sometimes something as simple, like, I, I like to think of it as sort of an invisibility mode at home, where you put a post-it note up, you become invisible, nobody talks to you. You put your headphones on, you become invisible, nobody talks to you. You take your shirt off, and no, no I'm just kidding, that's a terrible example. <laughs> maybe, not, maybe that's a different kind of work What are mode. you doing in your office? Well, what happens behind the closed door stays behind the closed door. Oh, it's an no. invisibility mode for, for that reason. But whatever signal that you can send to the, I'm wearing a red shirt today. That's a bad signal. Nobody's going to remember that. No, but But, something, a little modification you can have, a light you turn on, a pair of noise-canceling headphones you put on, um, (laughs) I don't know, a sombrero that you wear, whatever it takes for an invisibility. Just use a post-it note. It works (laughs) easily and they take two seconds. By the way, dear... Listener, I would have you know that once I, I didn't like, sometimes I don't see the post-it notes. Um, and so I come into the room, I tell Arden my idea. And then the next day when I came in after, after that day, I noticed there were two post-it notes, <laughs> one on the wall and one on the computer. And I didn't notice them that day. And so I walked in the following day, there were three post-it notes one on the this monitor that we have in the kitchen one on the one on the laptop screen that was open and one on the wall and so it the the moral of the story i think is sometimes it takes a while to settle into these new rituals and routines but it's it's worth doing yeah and obviously these kinds of things are not going to be perfect but even in the office you have people coming and bugging you so i mean this is i think best way to kind of achieve some kind of privacy. It's <laughs> the least working. worst way. But yeah. speaking of rituals, yeah. that's something else on our list. Something that, you know, when, when the world kind of shuts down within a week, that has a way of upending pretty much all of our daily rituals. And I think we've both found that a little bit. Yeah. And I think if anybody's reading the news or on Twitter, You've probably seen people advocating for establishing a routine, sticking to your normal day. And I think that's really, really important. But what does that mean, Arden Nordstrom? So for me, like as soon as I realized I was going to be working from home for kind of a while, I started, I wanted to think about very like clearly what I was going to do to make myself stay focused or productive on things. Yeah. Um, and I, so for me, I work out every single morning. I have worked out every morning since I started working from home. Even yesterday when I woke up with a horrible migraine and was like incapacitated in bed, I still got Probably up and did some yoga. Probably from all the interruptions. <laughs> yeah, sure. But I think even I'm, I'm really committing to doing a workout in the morning. Otherwise, I will also go a little stir crazy. Yeah. And I think exercise in general is just a really important thing to keep in oh mind when you're cooped gosh. up at home. Yeah, th- this is something that we're getting like, this is kind of another point entirely, but we're not walking as much. We're not working out as much. Um, and if you're forced to self-isolate right now, getting daily exercise, it's if there's one thing on this list that isn't a suggestion, but it's something that you kind of have to do. Exercise is up there. It supports your mental health by uh, balancing your brain chemistry. It gives you energy. And it's probably the best stress reliever in existence next to not having stress in the first place. And the nice thing is there are so many different people coming up with awesome videos and, and responding to the fact that so many people are kind of stuck at home and their workout routines aren't aren't going to be consistent. So 
I know for me, the yoga studio that I go to in town, um, they've started posting daily videos of their their instructors doing yoga practices. A lot of gyms are doing this now too. Yeah. And I know like they're obviously the tried and true YouTube channels like Yoga with Adrian, which we both love. YWA. And also Pop Sugar Fitness has been awesome. They have some really great workouts in terms of Hmm. like HIIT workouts and... um, uh, yeah, high, high high intensity interval yeah. training. They also have like bar classes and just interval training. So what's a bar class? You'll have to go look. Oh, um, like B A R R E, like, oh, like not ballet. B-A-R. No, 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 no. But it's just oh. an amazing kind I'm of toning class. Less interesting. So they they have just amazing classes of any length and of any kind of like focus. So they're really just a great way to work from home. So there are tons mm-hmm. of resources out there for you to get some exercise. Anyway, that's how I've been starting my day, and yeah. then I have this kind of like routine that I go into to like set up my workspace and then it kind of tells me that I'm in work mode where mm. I, I first I make my tea um, I get fill a water bottle I Sombrero. get the same kind of outfit on like every yeah. day um, not the exact same thing but pretty much the same thing where I'm wearing leggings and just like a comfortable a shirt. t-shirt and sweater sweater so <laughs> a red shirt yeah do not bug me um, and I so like that just like going through these things I light a candle at my workspace and then I write up my work to-do list for the day on a post-it beside the wall uh, that I post to the wall. So these are, it's like my routine. And once these things are done, I just feel ready. And if I'm needing a little more motivation, I also have been really using Focusmate, which we've talked yeah. about in the podcast. So Focusmate is a really nice little tool. Um, I don't think their free version includes like unlimited sessions anymore. I think their their paid version is $5 a month or Explain something. Explain what uh, Focusmate is first. Yeah. So Focusmate is um, this kind of video chat tool that just tries to build in some accountability into how you spend your time. So you basically have a, a one hour session with somebody. They're actually strangers. So, I mean, some people feel uncomfortable with that, but um, they're just other people who want to get stuff done and yeah. are also working from home. So they're also working alone and just need somebody there to say, this is what I'm going to do for the next 50 minutes. Uh, and then you check in at the end and see how that went. So you don't talk throughout the hour. It's really, really nice. You just spend an hour Working, knowing that somebody is going to be there to say, hey, what did you do in the last hour? And so, you get the accountability. And yeah. also, if you're having to self-isolate just you, it's a nice way. For, <laughs> I can't even imagine, you know, frankly, you know, I'm, I'm lonely every day just working from home by myself when I'm not traveling. So I'm kind of used to it at this point. But to go from an office that's full of people and full of social interaction to having to work from home, it's nice to have, it's a digital human presence, but it's a human presence nonetheless. Um, and, and so whatever you need to do in order to work more rituals into your day, you know, I, I like to have a time every day at which I start work and finish work. And I stick to it and I have a shutdown ritual at the end where I physically turn off my computer. I go to the Apple menu, I scroll down and click shut down and go through the motions to, to have that ritual. Anything that you can do to have a ritual in your day. People say have rituals. What does it look like? Okay, how are you going to start your day? How are you going to finish your day? When are you going to take lunch? When are you going to take a little coffee break? When are you going to exercise? Who are you going to spend time with throughout the day? Are you going to do video chats? Are you going to call people up throughout the day to have that social interaction? Are you going to have dinner time at the end of the night every day with your family who's all going through this together? Are you going to have that dedicated uh, workspace for yourself? These are all things, little things that we can do that make a big, big difference when we have to self-isolate right now. Yeah. And I think that actually reminded me one big thing 
in terms of like how you work with the, your actual team that you're no longer physically sharing a space with, yeah. it can go a long way to have video calls instead of emails or f- phone calls. Like I think having that face to face not only keeps you more engaged, but also is just really, I think, a more effective way of communicating when you're not in the same place. Yeah. Um, and also just constant emails can only go so far. Sometimes you just need to pick up a phone or call somebody and it's way, way more efficient than constant back and forth over email. So just to prevent yourself from being isolated and to just be a little more effective in how you communicate remotely, I think there is definitely something to be said for um, reaching out over the phone or having some kind of video chat. Um, Very helpful. There are a million tools online that will do this for you too. So um, highly recommend face-to-face communication from afar. (laughs) I I think it's also worth going over a couple strategies because these are these are general things that work in normal times as well but if if you've had to work from home lately you've probably realized that this isn't normal working from home this isn't that that one day a week that you often you know just kind of work from home with your laptop or get some more important work done it's tough to focus right now so it's worth talking about a couple strategies that we can use to be a bit kinder to ourselves as we as we settle into this new rhythm. So wh- one of my favorite ways of doing this is to just give yourself a bit more time to settle into important tasks. And this is especially the case after watching the news. So our, our uh, handsome Canadian prime minister has a daily news conference right now at uh, 11 a.m. And, and so I, I eat my lunch at 11 a.m. I watch... Uh, our handsome Canadian Prime Minister give his news he's conference. He's also been very competent. He's not just handsome. Uh, yeah, but he's yeah. His his new beard is it's pretty. It's nice. I like it. We're getting distracted. Yeah. Enough about our pres- okay. Prime Minister. Speaking of appearance. distraction, though, when we have more distractions like this, it can be tough to transition from consuming the news, catching up on the the state of the world right now, to get getting back to work. Honestly, so it, it's worth giving yourself a few minutes. Uh, to settle into tasks because a busy mind, uh, it makes it more difficult to focus. So if you give yourself a few more minutes than usual to settle into your more important tasks that take a a higher degree of concentration, uh, you'll probably honestly need that time so your mind can settle down a little bit and transition from doing one thing to another. And so again, a theme of this podcast, if there is one, is uh, be kind to yourself as you uh, make that transition. And we also have a lot of commuting time that is now freed up. It's now shored up for other things. So if you spend a half an hour getting to work, half an hour coming back, use that time for something slow. Use that time for something you can savor. So take a walk around the neighborhood if you don't have to stay at home. Go uh, for a run. Go for a run. Uh, cook a meal for yourself, for your family. Do a, a nice yoga video or a workout video. You know, you know, during stressful times, we tend to fill the empty space that we have. With Instagram. W- with Instagram, with distractions. So whatever we can do to, you know, to get our mind off of what's stressing us, in other words. So try to fill that extra time, uh, not with anxiety scrolling through Twitter, or, or the news, but just you know, give yourself a bit of time, do something slow, process what's going on because it's a lot to wrap our head around. Uh, but it's um, it's time that we need. Yeah, journaling is a nice thing to do in those spaces too. So um, journaling every day is nice, and 
a whole bunch of people are talking about having like a time capsule for this. And yeah, I mean, this is like a once in a lifetime thing. Even I was talking to my grandpa who's 77 um, and he was saying that in his lifetime, he's never seen something this crazy. You have a young grandpa. I do. I have a very young family. But that aside, uh, it's a very interesting (laughs) time. So journaling is also kind of nice and it'll have something you can look back on. Put some uh, hand sanitizer and toilet paper in the time capsule. If you can get those things. Yeah, if you can even find, if you can find them. Don't waste them for your time capsule. Just <laughs> yeah. pick some pictures instead. You know what else is pretty relaxing throughout the day? Tea? Music. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm segueing to the last <laughs> item on our list here. Yeah, definitely music. And I think this is something that people have very different opinions on about whether or not you should work to music or not. I know for me, and I think you do this too, um, we both listen to songs on repeat one when, yeah. when we kind of want to go into a focus mode. So I know for me, there's Alan Toussaint is this jazz musician. He's amazing. If you want a really good song to have on in the background to just re- play on repeat one and get a ton done, Blue Drag by Alan Toussaint is T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T. amazing. T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T. Amazing. Just so, so good. And there are a couple of other songs that do have lyrics, but I just know them really well. And what uh, What are your repeat one songs? This is so embarrassing. Uh, Haunted Heart by Christina Aguilera. It's oh. from it's from the uh, the Adams Family movie, um, <laughs> which was actually a pretty underrated actually, movie. If it was you ask so me. good. We yeah. had such a good time when we saw that movie. There were also but, only five people in the theater, and this was before the Corona days. <laughs> this is like two or three months ago. Yeah, and I also listened to this one country song, "Selfish" by I think Jordan Davis I'm on repeat one. Yeah, that yeah. one. So I and mean, she wants me dead. You have I don't here know in the, the artist of this. It's some. It was on my like suggested for you playlist on Apple and it like a year ago, and it's just become one of those. So songs. you don't want to put the know, artist in the show notes. I don't know what if, <laughs> I don't know what it is about these songs that are, just totally resonate with me. Once they're on repeat one, I just get totally in the zone. Um, maybe somebody can do an analysis of the common traits between those three, but I don't know what it is, but these songs, angst probably. (laughs) Yeah. They're a little bit angsty. Mm. Yeah. Um, but they're really good for just having in the background and this trick to do some, a song on repeat one is really helpful, but often most of the time I actually listen to nothing. So all Mm. that said is when I'm doing really focused work, I actually find listening to nothing is the best for me. My repeat one song lately, never worn white by uh, Katy Perry. Yeah, you have weird musical taste, About how she wants to uh, wear white for this new fella that uh, she has in her life. And after listening to it, I'm looking... I added this song to my library. I have it in front of me just like a week ago, and it has 116 plays in my Apple Music library. And now I feel like I I want to wear white. Like, I'm always the groom and never the bride. I don't know what to tell you about that. There's a wedding dress if you want to try it on. No, but. no, no, let's, no, no, we, we've, uh, no, my red shirt's enough. But the best music, the, the research shows um, music and productivity. It's, it's a fascinating kind of connection. And the best music for productivity has two characteristics. First of all, it's simple. Uh, so it doesn't distract us. It often doesn't have words. And it's familiar. So we don't have to uh, think too much about it as we're listening to it. That's um, why repeat one is so great. Yeah, because it becomes infinitely more familiar with time. And it's, it, it frankly doesn't matter how simple it is. It's simple to your mind because you've heard it 
enteen times in that hour. Um, and lately, I've been listening to a lot of lo-fi hip-hop, and I'm loving it. Um, it has no words, so it's nice and simple. It's pretty familiar. The songs all seem to blend into one another. I'm also fan of repeat one songs, but anything that's simple and familiar, which is why silence is so often uh, conducive to focus, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty nice when you're working from home. And if you have those headphones on, you can tackle invisibility mode and get that productivity boost at the same time. But music and noise with regard to work and productivity, it's all relative. And so if you're uh, working from home and the family's quite loud and the radio's on and kids are screaming and yelling and crawling all over the place, maybe music will be better relative to that. But if you're working from home and your husband's in the home office uh, typing on his loud mechanical keyboard, maybe uh, noise-canceled uh, music is the best option. Or earplugs. Those are really, really cheap and work just as well as noise-canceling headphones. And they're really helpful when yeah, your husband has an annoying mechanical keyboard, mm. which I get it. People love these things because they're nice to write on. But yeah, when, when other people in your home have them, they're insanely annoying. So just be mindful give people of how much you're using. No, no, of, no. It's so uh, annoying. It's like? Can Please you hold don't. your headphone or your microphone <sighs> to the... Okay. What do, what do you want me to type? Hold it right over. This is me typing on my mechanical keyboard. It's the worst and something to A, be mindful of if you are a user of mechanical keyboards. You may be <laughs> driving everybody in the house up the wall. No. And also, second th- secondly, you can actually hear them from the next room, just to keep <laughs> in mind. So sometimes I put on noise-canceling headphones or earplugs just to drown him out because he also really likes to sing loudly. Yeah. Uh, which I, is I really it. endearing. But also insanely annoying. I've talked to a lot of other writers about this, and I haven't found anyone else that sings as they write. I don't know how you get anything done while you're like belting it out. I've written two books this way. Yeah, it's crazy. It's very impressive. Maybe I've found, I've unlocked the secret to uh, abnormal amounts of productivity. It's just to sing as you work. I don't think that's ever going to work. But for you, I'm glad it does. (laughs) So just something to keep in mind. Noise-canceling headphones and earplugs, obviously, very, very helpful when you're working with people because all of a sudden, all of us are. I mean, that's true if you're working in an office space too, but particularly when you don't really have the same kind of objectives or schedule. Nice. I feel feel we filled this one with some uh, good practical stuff. I hope so. I feel people got their money's worth, this one. It's free. It's free. Uh, But uh, a few notes to recap. Pick your music choices deliberately. Uh, Have some rituals that you depend on. Maybe think of a few. Maybe you found a few today uh, that we were chatting about that you want to work into your day. Work exercise into your day as well, as well as an invisibility mode if you work with other people. Uh, Up your communication uh, if you're working with a team that you usually see every day, but now you've gone virtual, uh, maybe do your focused work in the morning before connecting to the news. Uh, take the time that you'd usually spend commuting and use it for something slow. Slow down a bit and be kind to yourself as well by giving yourself a bit of time to settle into uh, into important tasks, especially if you're consuming a bit more news today. And just one final note, you know, we're all kind of going through this thing together. I, I hope, we hope that, that you hang in there through this flood of news and that if you're in a country that's particularly affected by this, um, we're sending some warm Canadian love 
and maple syrup your way. So finishing up, becomingbettershow.com is where you can find the corresponding blog article for this episode. I, I published a few articles today. One is on working from home, but there's also ones on how to invest in your mental health if you're self-isolating and how, how to not keep refreshing the news as well as some books that are on my self-isolation reading list. So if, if those uh, sound interesting to you, you can check them out at a lifeofproductivity.com. Yeah, becomingbettershow.com is where you can find the corresponding, blo- corresponding blog article for this episode. We hope you have a wonderful week and we will both see you in a couple of Tuesdays. Stay safe, everyone.